probably take the money because it seems like free money and like we would take the student loans. I'm saying that people who are wealthy, right, who come from wealthy backgrounds are not taking student loans if they don't have to. Like, like there's a difference, a whole different way of thinking. Like, right, you saying they not taking student loans. Like, why not take Because the shit, like, like I got $20,000. I only actually have $20,000 in student loans, but I owe $33,000 because... I'm not talking about your specific situation. I know, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, I owe $33,000 because of the interest. So... For as a person who's like trying to make money, I, why the fuck would I take a twenty thousand dollar loan and owe thirteen thousand on it? You know what I'm saying? Like, or because like, you would pay off the if you got money, you are gonna pay it off before the interest accrues. So again, these niggas is not getting they're not getting they they student loans forgiven because they paid this shit off before they got to this point. So uh, that's that just proves my point more. The people who are gonna who are gonna actually get their loans forgiven are people who man, like man, got this shit all yeah. frozen. Okay, hey. it's like you're not gonna you're not gonna have people that's been sitting around that got money that actually have money because just like you just said, <laughs> if you get the student loan and you got the money to pay it off, you're gonna pay it off before you get the interest, right? I, I feel you. I feel you. What? Are we 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 hot? Yes. Oh damn, my bad. But, yeah, what, so what? I'd seen the liquor. It it popped out. So I was like, you damn. See them, you see them titties on that shot glass. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? Right? What is that? That man got some. Yeah, some concoction. Got the frozen liquor. But I see what you're saying. But what I'm saying is about student loans. It will be advantageous to people outside of. Not necessarily just the black community, but the people who don't need the student loans. Like, bro, like, like, it's a loan. I get what you're saying, but my thing is you're going to take the loan because it's free money and you'll just pay it off. That's just like buying something on your credit card and paying it off at the end but of the month. But you got that. So, again, you're talking exactly to my point. So, you're not... No, one, you'd already have to have student loans, right? So if you already have to have, if you already have student loans, you're you've already outside of the whole but getting a loan and then paying it off before you get interest. Because you, if if you go under that model, a person would go to college for four years, they take the student loans, and six months, I think it's like six months, your student loans are deferred interest. And after you leave school, right, they're going to pay it off in six months. So that shit is not getting forgiven. So that's I I understand that you're saying that they would take the money because it's free money. But what I'm saying to you, if they're already a wealthy person, they're not even going to let the money get to a status where interest would accrue. So, again, when they when they add the student loan forgiveness, that shit is really going to only reach people who who had student loans for a long time. And who need the shit? I mean, there's gonna be people who beat the system. That the whole yeah, it's always gonna be there. right. No That's what, always no gonna happen. You I'm saying don't don't lose sight of the people that is gonna benefit for the people that's gonna con this shit. Because there's always it's always gonna be niggas conning. Always. It's right. always I get that. I get that. So what I'm saying is, okay, you always gonna have people conning. I would say to your point, I would say okay, we'll take off student loan interest, and then I would say a better thing would do be to do is to say, hey, colleges. It's against the law for y'all to raise y'all rates up 20, 30% a year because 
Now all you doing is getting free money from the what's the FAFSA and all that shit. You just literally bleeding the government dry, which is bad for America and all this shit. So we're gonna say all that. And then another thing about the class issue is like brand name colleges. When you go to brand name colleges, part of picking a college is how much it's gonna cost. It ain't right. like no matter what. Part part of picking a college is okay. It's gonna whether it be HBCU or PWI, whether it be Duke or Georgia or Georgia Tech. Stanford, Harvard, all Ivy League, whatever you do, part of it is how much the tuition costs. So you saying a kid who made a rash decision and said, hey, I wanted to go to Harvard versus uh industrious and uh frugal kid that said instead of going to Harvard, I'm gonna go to I don't know, YDC college, what what but wherever, but <laughs> decided to go that because he knew what he could afford should take a hit because somebody else was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna ball out on my education. How are they get taking brand- a hit though? Because me going into a job interview with a Harvard degree looks way different than me going into an inter- interview with something from Yale or even Georgia or I even mean, fucking Georgia that, State. But that's they, crazy. That's not really. You shouldn't get rewarded for that. That's not really. Fuck it, I'm going to ball out. You know what? It's New Year's. We popping bottles. Let's go. That's not out, really I'm, That's not really related, though. That's like, what's going to. That's what's happening. If you say, hey, student loan forgiveness, $10,000. Like, but they it. also, like, they're not forgiving, from my understanding, Man. They're I'm not just, just not forgiving it. all student loans. So if you you also have to you also have to be from a certain wage group, right? And but the way, but so I get and not to cut you off. I get what you're saying, and I'm not saying what you're and you're I, talking I'm not about talking about across the board. But the way they keep kicking it is that they kicking it. Oh, black people, we gonna forgive student loans. Fuck that, y'all forgetting forgiving white people student loans too. Don't use my back to goddamn get this shit passed and want me to fight for it and rah 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 and then. I don't even benefit the most from it. White people would benefit the most from That's it. That's how so America works, it. though, bro. So I'm saying, and so I'm not, I'm, not saying, that, I'm saying, fuck it. So, shit, we going to all die. Fuck it. Fuck it. Let's, <laughs> hey, we ain't got shit to eat. We ain't eating. <laughs> bro, we been not eating, though. I like, we don't it. need well, to live. So we don't need to live without eating. Fuck it. That's nah, all. Don't, use, don't use me talking about, hey, black people, we going to do all this shit for y'all student loans. And then white people benefit more from it. Fuck that. No. We, I mean, I'll but I, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying, <laughs> I feel you. And I agree <laughs> with I agree with you. I agree with you probably like 90%. Is that 10% that's just like, I'm still like, nigga, forgive my shit so I can go. Like, so I'm, I'm like, there's shit that has happened in my life. In my adulthood, that's hindering me from doing shit that I want to do on the next level of my life. I'm not going to sacrifice that by saying, well, you you don't got no choice anyway. If your student loans government and they pass the law, like your shit, well, you probably do still got to submit some shit to get it forgiven. You don't do that shit. I'm going to do that shit because I'm trying to buy a house next year anyway. And like my point. All right, but I'm black, though. No, I deserve I that I'm shit. I'm not saying you don't deserve it. I'm saying like we should hold out in the argument until it. Gets, don't bro, be no, like, oh, no, right. no. We we don't we don't. Nah, bro, we don't. We, we don't. You gotta get what you want, bro. So you can't. Is your student loan paid off? Man, don't worry about all that. See, I that, 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 that sounds like a brother that paid his right. debt so off. So he, right. that's what I'm saying. Right. See, that's what I'm saying. No, you can't. You can't do that's See, your that's why I say I had to pay my dollars for my damn student loan. Yeah, I had to pay my. That's what I knew. I knew some. I knew some other shit. That's why he talked about the whole that he because he chose you chose CSU because I chose the bullshit affordable school. But see, that's instead of going to this brand. 
brand name college bullshit. The hometown. And then, yeah, exactly. But I you guarantee you, they was like, they was like, all right, if you already paid your student loan debt, we're gonna give you ten thousand dollars. Because you already paid it off and everybody's getting ten thousand dollars out of their debt, you take that shit, right? I would take it, but exactly. I still don't think they should bro. My <laughs> thing is it's like I feel like it should be specific to the problem. I, I agree. Like that's I, what I'm saying. Like so I agree. If but, they are touting for student loan, a lot of times what I've seen in the marketing, they say, Hey, student loan forgiveness, this is gonna help black people, it's gonna stop generational curses, it's gonna help stop the wage gap between black and white people, but not if you giving it to white people too, my nigga. Like you can't I give everybody ten thousand dollars and then think, oh no, but see, this the, is the, the difference the is the difference is the mind state of black people right now. Like, I get it. I agree with you 90%. It's just at the same time, like we have grown to a place as people where we know how to finesse even the bullshit. So it's like, that's just giving me an opportunity to finesse more. That's just giving, and I'm not by finesse. I don't mean doing nothing illegal. I mean like, no, nah, all right, like, right. Like we, we figuring out whether they, whether they make the wage gap fair or not. We figuring that shit out anyway, and but, like I mean, but the, that but but what I'm saying is inherently in the wage gap, HB. Okay, you get and no, no I, damn, I wish Twan was here. Shout out to my homeboy Twan, but. If, you know he, I went to an HBCU too, right? No, nah, but he always be trying to. He went. He, yeah. Okay, I know you went to yes, the okay. Alabama State University. Okay, so yeah, thank you for my, putting that the yeah, at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, no, shout out to all my people. You know, what I'm saying Miss Jackson, Miss Naismith, or <laughs> not Miss Naismith no more. I don't remember her new yeah. last name, but yeah, my my homegirls. But even going to HBCU, going to Harvard or not even Harvard. Uh, what's the, what's the name of that place? The the Puffy went to, uh, not Emory. It's oh. white and blue. Howard. Howard. Yes. Going to Howard versus How Harvard. Is a completely different landscape when you putting your putting that on your application and trying to get a job. They're gonna play this person from Harvard uh like 50, 20, 30 percent more just because they went to Harvard. Like that's what I'm saying. Like it it's a it's a going to college, choosing a college is a brand name thing. Like even coming up, I thought, oh, you know, when you come up and you ain't necessarily got it like that. People tell but you that's, brand that's, names don't matter. Brand names don't matter. Because so they polo, really don't. Like polo don't they matter. Really don't. Them Jordans don't matter. Them Jays don't matter. All this it, shit don't the, matter. The wave. But it's about the quality of the material. But when you talk about colleges, brand names fucking matter, bro. They, they matter. To, they Peace matter Prize, to people they who they mo they matter to people who uphold an existing system. So it's like if you're trying if you're trying to have a different system. Like you, if you're really trying to watch the shit burn down, go to a fucking HBCU because that says that I don't care that you might pay me more for having a Harvard degree because I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Howard and get the same level of education and then I'm gonna create the space that you're trying to gatekeep for me anyway. So I that's what I, that's what I'm saying. Like we we're already at the place as people where that shit one. That shit is not, it cannot oppress us anymore because we won't allow this shit to oppress us anymore. Meaning like, nigga, I'm starting a business right now. Like we all are our business. 
like minded right now. Starting and, a and business has nothing to do with a college degree. So I would, I would, I would, I would say that what I'm saying to you is, nigga, if I start my own business and I make enough money, I don't give a fuck if you would pay me different. If but I you had don't a, need a college degree to start your business, and you don't, I know, that nigga. Debt. That's what that's, that's what, what I'm, I'm saying, saying to you. So that's. Why are we even worried about the college degree anymore? Because nobody talking about getting f- money for the college right, degree. Right, for shit that we already did. Not shit that we're going to do in the future. Nigga, we already went to college. All the people who are getting their student loans forgiven have already went to college. That's not that's not some shit. They can't forgive some shit that ain't happened yet. So we, we, we're already past that. So that's why I'm like, okay. The system might change, but that shit is irrelevant because all of us already went to college. Everybody who owns student loan who still has money, like, we've already made the decision whether you was going to Harvard or Howard. You already made this decision whether you were going to Alabama State or Columbus State. So that shit is irrelevant at this point. All all that matters is the dollars that you owe. And if if they're trying to give you, uh, if they're trying to lower that dollar, like, the whole psychology about like whether you went to Harvard and you gonna get paid more or not. You you are, we already made those decisions. We already passed that. Okay, I I I don't see what that relates to. That how does that stop you from? How does that affect like? I'm whether you gonna take a how do, how does that affect whether you gonna take the fucking uh, student loan forgiveness or not? If you oh, already no, made the I'm not decision, if you gonna take it or not, I'm you'd be dumb not to take it if they offer it. Point blank, period. If they offering it, whether you got it or you don't, like take the shit. It's money. But what I'm saying is, I don't think they should do it. Be, I don't. What I'm saying because you don't owe no money. Not not <laughs> one because I don't, they don't owe no money, right? But <laughs> what I'm saying is, I don't think it will have the effect that they plan on it I, having. I guarantee you. I'm I'm telling you as a person. You just who, proved it. You said the first thing you're gonna do is go get more debt and buy a house. That's gonna make the housing market go up crazy. Bruh. And then niggas ain't gonna be able to afford a house. An affordable house would be three. But niggas 000. can't. Af- niggas who don't have a certain mindset can't afford a house now. That's what I'm saying to you. That shit. All of the our entire country. All of this shit has been inflating from day one. Like the wage Good gap way. has been growing from day one. You just got to figure out how the fuck do you fit into the way that this shit is inflating or growing. Yes, it's going to always do that regardless of whether they forget the student loans or not. The housing market is going to go up based off of how much money people make from this fucking pandemic. Right. Like how much how much the SBA loans is gonna affect the housing market. That shit is already out. Like yeah, you, so so that's what what I'm saying to you is like that shit is gonna happen regardless. So where did I feel so like what as, I'm saying is I don't think the government should enable the government shouldn't do ninety percent of the shit that they do and and, and encourage <laughs> that behavior. From there, wherever the fuck they These are. These motherfuckers. You know their pedestal or whatever. They shouldn't enable and encourage that. But we know that, though, right? We know so that going in. Like, bro, that's the government. The government should be, like, I don't know. Like, I'm not super democratic, but they should help provide regulations and deregulate certain shit. But they shouldn't necessarily say, oh, fuck it. Ball out. Go to whatever college you want to get a, a $200,000, $300,000 worth of debt. But see, again, Man, you, you hey. talking about, you talking about, Stuff going forward. 
this money is for people who've already chose that. They already chose what college they're gonna go to. Right. They already chose whether they was gonna ball out or not. Or they got you already chose to go to the college you went to because it was more affordable for you and right. you can pay off the debt. Those choices already been made. Right. They're not encouraging future choices. Just bro, if I reward you for anything, can I you will something? do it again. Yes, yes sir. you can. This is another episode <laughs> of my homeboy's podcast. This is my enigmatic student loan debt-free homeboy, hey. Napoleon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I am him. He is me. And I'm here with my uh, festively wonderful uh, wanting some money for me and him. <laughs> homeboy, e-money bags. And this is my homeboy, Big Grounds, Mr. Getting in the gym, uh, always shooting. Uh, Mr. Cutting, getting ripped, right? Uh, Used to be fat, now he, you know, sexy. No homo. <laughs> Big grants. No homo. Hey. And this is <laughs> my homeboy's podcast. podcast. That was the longest fucking. Yeah. <laughs> how long? I don't even know how long. It I was 16 minutes. Y'all yeah, go really again, but I just need to make sure we got that. This is going to be the. This gonna, we need to continue this uh, conversation on Woke Wednesday, man. Yeah. Nah, it's the thing, though, man. I just, you know, I feel it. But, you know, I, I see Jason over there looking mighty fly in that hoodie. Are we going to talk about these, it? These hoodies doing something to my own. That's what we got to put pictures oh out, man. Goodness. Even if it's just some solo pictures and some Woo. shit. I almost posted one. I ain't going to lie. I said, I got to get everybody's approval. I ain't know <laughs> We hey, I was kill. about to take one in the mirror over there. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know, man. They, they, I'm, I, I'm happy the way they came out. They came yeah. out hard. I ain't even gonna lie. Now they, look, they fine. If you support no us, on. we're gonna have eventually have a way for you to support by buying your own hoodie. It's dope. Trust me, you see the pictures, you're gonna definitely want your own. And we yeah. look forward to it. Hey man, you gotta go ahead and stamp, stamp yourself, get that, get that jersey, man. Go ahead and put it on your back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's why I'm like, it don't matter if you go to Harvard or not. You can make your own fucking hoodies, bro. Man, like you can, they, they just, might I pay. Feel like, I feel like it's a low blow, bro. We can't be doing all this. Like you're just trying to like win the argument now. I'm just, I was just, I'm just saying, to, bro. I was trying to have a debate. You trying to win the argument? Like. <laughs> Before y'all go back at work, I just want to say Merry Christmas to both of y'all. Appreciate to, it, to man. Twine, yes, our homeboy it. Twine, our homeboy Drew. To all our listeners, supporters, fans, family, friends, everybody, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Yes, have a very Merry Christmas. Because it's going to fall and in between. Happy New Year. I have not. Okay, so am I tripping or is just like, did we not get any of our R&B classic music this year? Because uh, like every Christmas, it. every Christmas starts by hearing, um, every Christmas of mine starts with, um, the Temptation Silent Night. Like that shit just come on. I don't I don't it come on somewhere. Whether it be the radio, whether it be the TV, or like I ain't even heard the um what what you gonna get for Christmas. Christmas. I oh, said yeah, what you I, really I ain't heard that shit that this year. Yeah. I ain't heard the fucking TLC shit. I mean, I put, I went to YouTube and played it. You know what I'm saying? You gotta play that. I, okay, so that's that's a for me that's a good segue into the conversation I wanted to have around the holidays. What? So like, I feel like man, in our generation, we gotta figure <laughs> out how to like continue to have these traditions that happen in our community around holidays. I feel like so for me personally, like I don't celebrate Christmas, but this year I really like sat down. I was like. I probably need to celebrate Christmas. That segues 
tangent, tangent alert. That takeways into my topic because one of my topics that I was going to talk about or something I wanted to talk about is like I feel like this. Well, we could just say this Christmas was crazy because woke folks didn't that like go at Christmas. I mean, right, right, I'm not necessarily. A goer at her Christmas. I don't celebrate like you just said. Like I mean, I celebrate the family and all this stuff, yeah. but we understand Christmas is kind of like the the pagan bullshit right. to a certain extent. But nah, that's crazy. Like some of the traditions didn't happen. Like you were saying, I I really didn't hear some of that music. Let me go ahead and take a sip with my guys. Straight, you know straight to the head. But yeah, man. Like so, I don't know. I don't know if it's a COVID thing or is it just like is that where we're growing to? Because like I'm. I don't go at Christmas either, but I do try to push Kwanzaa because it's, it's created by African Americans. Like it, we we always be looking for like tradition, or we always say in the black community we don't have traditions. That's one of the things we lack. But we've also had people come through and create traditions that we just don't respect, yeah, or, or embrace as yeah, a whole. But I I just like I like I said this year I'm just sitting down and I'm like, bro, I really. I don't agree with Christmas, but I definitely miss the whole family aspect, like of of what Christmas and holidays bring. Like just being around your family, because just kind of like being around my family. Like I like I I did a podcast with my dad on not safe for work, and like it was very dope. Yes, by check the way. that if out. Not Appreciate it. To it, please check it out. So you know, like it, it's it's shit that I be saying, and my dad was like. Yeah, your grandma used to say that. I'm like, nigga, I don't remember that. You know what I'm saying? But it was like, damn. It just was like, so shit was planted in me when I was young that I don't necessarily remember. They just starting to, like, grow legs right now as an adult. So, like, even on the Christmas holiday, like, I was just thinking, like, I don't, my grandmother died years ago, like, seven years ago. And ever since she died, like, it was just been, like, this kind of, like, Dimness around family things Because my grandma was the matriarch And and nobody kind of took up that role And a lot of times I be feeling like Even though I'm a man Like I be wanting to cook and shit Like to kind of like create those spaces Can't where Create the environment hey. Right So I, I'm just like man This year I'm like okay Next year I gotta figure out some way To like create that space Cause I know I even like looking at my friends, like my circle of friends. I know a lot of people who don't have that space. Like they don't just like um, have a space where people just kind of get together with their family. Cause a lot of us are transplants to Atlanta. Yeah. You know what I'm saying from different spots. Yeah, I feel I feel go, to go back a little bit. I feel like a part of it is due to COVID, whether it be good, bad, or indifferent, how you want to view it. But I feel like having. I mean, I didn't hear my R and B shit, but or the black Christmases, but I feel like the woke people didn't necessarily go out after Christmas because it added some sense of normalcy, you know what I'm saying, or however you say that word, because it, like, added some type of standard or foundation of, oh, it's Christmas, this is what we do at Christmas, I'm finna buy presents, Uh, I'm finna spend time with family, so people didn't really go at it because it's like, bruh, so many people was lost this year, right? you know what I'm saying, and you sitting up here going in about some... Not saying going at Christmas don't matter or like that Christmas is some it's not like Christmas is evil. It's right. just more so that people like, okay, we know this is some bullshit. Like Thanksgiving. It ain't like Thanksgiving is evil, but we know it's some bullshit. This no, we know that. 
Yeah, yeah this story y'all right. telling us ain't. Let's Pocahontas and Joe's family. Educate me. So you said you don't agree with Christmas. That was, was that your I said I don't celebrate. You don't, I don't agree with it neither. Then what was your reason? Um, financially, it's just not smart. And like, and majority of the things we celebrate in America is yeah, it's capitalistic. It's so very, like, it's very capitalism at its best. I say that. So what I say, it's a it's a YouTube video, and it's got Rick and Morty in there. And I don't necessarily know, but they talk about how the purge, and then all this stuff, and like they talk about the purge and what the purge represents in the five episodes or five uh, movies of the purge. And it started off showing you this and then it goes to this. And then it shows you like how poor people deal with the purge and how rich people deal with the purge and all this stuff. But after watching that video, I was like, bro, Christmas is real life. The purge. Cause you got broke people and rich people going out after the same shit, like same items, PS fives, Xbox yeah. series X and all this shit, trying to get it to prove that they are like better parents or good or whatever like tr they trying they like they this other this thing outside of themselves is trying to they're trying to obtain this thing outside of themselves to prove how good they are when all you gotta do is realize you're you're a good person there's a so christmas is the purge there's, there's a childhood movie that we grew up on that has that same depiction oh yeah think about oh it. jingle all Man, the way jingle all the way oh, yeah. that, that damn toy was the ps5 yeah damn. yeah you yeah. they went to war black and white right yeah. sinbad was a bad man yeah. in, a, in, a, in a movie about getting a christmas present right, right. It's just, damn that, it's it's crazy. crazy it don't change i've man. been thinking about that movie too it's like how the fuck did they find a uh how the fuck did they come up with a bad man and and then I ain't drink and then he was black. <laughs> right, a black man was shopping for a so Christmas Paul, <laughs> This nigga worked for the, this nigga is a mailman, right? And like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger, them motherfuckers had money. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, but the poor it, that shit is exactly oh, that. I already see it. The class issue is like a light skinned black man think he's as good as a white man with money. And Why gotta be light skinned though? I mean, because Sinbad was light skinned. You Why know you gotta specify light skinned? Because, you know, like, white people. That's, get, a, that's a trauma in the black community. <laughs> no, white people be getting. Uh, I do feel like, I do feel like dark skinned people. people do look at light skinned people a little extra. Little, we should just stop saying light skinned and dark skinned. We should kill it. Because we won't be like light white and dark white. We just be we like, know. they white. You know, no, and we call Trump orange. We say, no. <laughs> but Trump was the beginning of that. Like, we ain't been calling white folks orange for the last. Hundreds of years, uh, and we've been calling each other light skin, dark we, skin we, we forever. Between us, yeah. I mean, because because white people view us different. It's not necessarily right. our doing. The, so white people don't say light skin, but they view us differently though. Because like, if you light skin, they they'll use, let you get away with more. Well, accept, they accept not you get away more. with shit, because <laughs> it ain't like they let us anybody get away with anything. Fuck it. But it's I don't know. It's just, you get treated different. Like I was watching. Uh, what's the one movie with Matthew McConaughey when he was supposedly Freeman City or Freeman Town or whatever, some shit like that. But yeah, they ain't have no, like anytime they have a slave movie, if they like have a light-skinned person, they always, he's always the person that kind of passes. Like, so passing has always been a thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, but we, the the point is like, we got to stop embracing that shit. I ain't embracing, I'm just identifying and labeling it. You know but you're, saying? you're using labels that was given to us, not labels that we created ourselves. Uh, no, so what I was saying about Sinbad was I know what you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Beside that, like on side of we that, we just need to say black is black. Yeah, we just need to stop. Like no matter the shade, we not need. We, and I'm not saying that like I don't do the shit. I'm just saying the only time we really come at a white person like they they're like pale white. 
That's like that's some white ass cracker ass cracker right there. They, yeah. Well, no. Nah, so I even saying cracker like. I know previously on the podcast I said Cracker came from Whip Cracker, but I'm reading this book called White Trash by this one white lady, whoever. But Cracker actually came from white, rich white people. And then a thing I'll say that we realized, failed to realize in American history is that when they made the Bill of Rights and all this good stuff talking about, hey, all men are created equal, they were only talking about property owners. So all them poor white people that did not own oh, yeah. property and did not own slaves, they were saying like, nah, y'all's niggas too. Right, it's dead ass serious. So it's like, so it went from when you talk about voting, it went from property owners were the only people in in innately able to vote, and then it went from property owners to poor white people able to vote, then black people being able to vote, or black men being able to vote, then women being able to vote. So yeah, like that's just the part of history that we kind of lose in translation. Sometimes it's us as black people talking about, oh, we got to fight for the struggle and all this stuff. But it's like, nah, some of these white folks, they've been crackers since crackers been crackers. So they like, coined themselves crackers. Yeah. Yeah, I pretty much. That. I thought those yeah. were hurtful words. I mean. Nah, white, no. So it was rich white people calling poor white but people crackers. That's, and that's crackers what, and niggas. That's what yeah. I'm saying. All of this shit, majority of our lingo and the terms we use were created by rich people because they, they like rich white people because they run this culture like yeah. that and so it's and just the ones who had newspapers imagine being the only nigga with a cell phone bro <laughs> you know this is probably the last time i use cracker at cracker for the rest of this year but i, didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I thought she was for about to say a lot i was like what hold up January first i'm cracking <laughs> right, okay thank you bro I was, I was like hold up now we just talking about light skin and dark skin don't go that damn far bro <laughs> Man, did y'all see Jingle Jangle? Jingle, I, I like Jingle Jangle. Did you love that? Movie? I did. I love it. I thought it was dope. You know, it was probably outside. That of the boy back. teeth was fucked up. Ooh, I'm the sorry, bro. If you just look at the cover art for the movie, that little boy teeth was yeah, fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Some, I'm some, sorry. He has several overbites. We'll say that. <laughs> um, but I love outside the background talent. There was only one actor, one white actor in that movie. Yeah. Did you notice that Every, the rest of the cat, other than background channels dancing and shit during the musicals and shit, oh, wow. it was all black, man. I didn't notice it. I watched that with my son. I really just enjoyed us. It was no conflict. Well, it was a small conflict if you watched it, but it was really like no big conflict of interest between black people like most like most movies try to depict. Right, right. Yeah, right. it was just. A but that's movie. that's like what it. that's what happens when you get to tell your own story. There you go. Man. And that's why, like, that's why people are some going whole like it's it's so crazy like. Cause you mentioned woke and like and I I get it at this point I just kind of embrace that term. Yeah, I mean I, that's why I say woke because I mean sometimes it could get too woke. I could consider myself woke or lucid or like uh, aware or whatever you want to call it. A good word, yeah. yeah. I, you know, you're something I came up with. Yeah, something I came up with. You know, what I'm saying a little, little razzle dazzle. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate <laughs> it. You know, what I'm saying? but oh, lucid ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, I just feel like sometimes we'll like you know. It, People, people will take they. What I realize is people find something to hate and then try to get other people to hate it as much as they do. And it's like, bro, why are you trying to tout being a hater, whether it be good or bad shit? Like people love, and I fuck Trump in any way, but people love to hate Trump, like as if that makes you a good person for not liking Trump. Or they love to hate. I'm not trying to say this man in the same thing as Trump, but anything like uh, people love to hate Ti. For a second, because of the hymen thing and all that stuff, but it's like, oh yeah, we hate this person, or they love to hate Bill. But Cosby, just, or they just love to let's hate, not you know. put 
Let's not put that in the same conversation as woke, though. Because yeah, it's like I mean, the Hobby thing was more about an overbearing father. I'm just, right. I'm just but saying in general, like good. because woke, woke, woke already has an extremely um, negative like context to it. Yeah, in our community, like we talked, I talked about this on a couple of episodes, a lot of episodes ago. Just like we make fun of niggas who are just conscious. And it's like, I don't know. I just don't like keep. I don't like to add the bad rap to those those people. Right? Because they're definitely our haters. They're definitely our haters. No, you you too. If you too non ignorant, then we got to talk about you because we we got to you got to be ignorant. What are you? What are you doing? (laughs) Thinking the fuck? Well, whoever whoever thought that you you, that is definitely the hood mindset. (laughs) You you thinking of ideas and trying to better yourself? Fuck that! Oh my god. And we're going to hit this nigga, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to see what he do. But, so, yeah. so what about the stimulus, man? The stimulus? I mean, what about it? So how do y'all feel about the stimulus? So my question is. It's a great question. Would you take, what if they said you have to take the vaccine for $2,000? For two thousand dollars, you gotta take the vaccine to get your two thousand dollars stimulus. Or what's the what's the the um, opposite side of the equation? Well, if you don't take the stimulus, if you don't uh, if you don't take the vaccine, you good. You ain't gotta take it. You, you just st- don't get the stimulus. You don't get no six hundred at least. You don't. Nah, you don't get no six hundred. Man, nah, matter of fact, you get six hundred. It's either two thousand or six hundred. I, I take the six. I take the six. I don't. I don't take flu shots. I'm not taking a vaccine that was created within six months. And I can, I feel like I can make two thousand dollars. Turn that like, six into two thousand real quick. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, just for real. Like I, for the first time in life, you got a susu, right? I, mean, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't deal with that shit. I don't trust you. Hey, listen, we gotta. We, what we really need to talk about, like, really, you got people with like minded mindsets. That susu shit is real. Yeah, yeah. But, but see, nah, you, it you, really is. The yeah. the actual actual fucking susu. Is one hundred percent real thing. This whole like to make bullshit, motherfucker. Yeah, but the, the the way. Okay, I think we talked about this on another episode, but we're gonna yeah, we're gonna yeah, talk I, about this real back, quick. Spin back. Because Susu's is about to come something like back. something about to come back. <laughs> that's like a Susu. So if you listen to this and you was on the fence about doing a Susu last time, or you do did a Susu last time and you, you got burnt. Or or like you just like trying to flip your money. Listen, don't do the shit. <laughs> like, I mean, unless you unless you unless you doing what an actual susu is, and I'll explain what an actual susu is to people. So, a susu is a way of like um, pooling resources. Pooling resources. But the thing about it is, like you, let's say you do a th- you you do a thousand dollar susu, right? And you get the ten thousand dollars, right? You continue to put a thousand dollars in until you get you put ten thousand dollars in. That's how Susu works. It's just like if if we if us three, since it's just three of us here, we all put a thousand dollars in. We'd only have to do a three round Susu, but the person whoever goes first is going to get that three thousand dollars up front. So it's like, but you still got to put. Two thousand dollars back in, you know what I'm saying? Because you you still 
it you still have to put the money back in. It's not like you're making an investment and you're getting double the money. It's just these were tools that was used to say, let's say somebody. I say it, it provides liquidity. Right. So what like, people so, don't understand, back to the whole, I ain't trying to win the argument, but back to the whole thing about the student loan. <laughs> but when you are liquid, you have the ability to spend and get certain things that you wouldn't have otherwise. So if you got $10,000 cash, you can go to the bank and say, hey, give me a $5,000 loan. Well, what's your collateral? I got $10,000. The bank going to say yes every time. Why? Because they going to get double if you fuck up. Just don't fuck up. So now you got $15,000 to do what you want. You dig? With the suit yeah. suits, though, what, what is your limit? You know, like with the initial suit suit that everybody was big about was like $100, right? That was what everybody was, the, the first stimulus. You period. saying to try, you to saying. try it out. What would be yeah, your, try I out. tried it out for $25. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to do 100? You want to do 100? Hell no. You want to take 100 out of that 600? I mean. Well, you had no kids. That's right. So it would be 600. I mean, I would, but like, I don't like losing money. That shit is either. just that shit is just like a a high pet peeve of mine. Man, I'm gonna give y'all I, some real game. So instead of doing a susu, you could do uh, what, what they call damn what they call that shit. It's pretty much you buy stocks. It's a stock pool or whatever like that. So you get you five of your friends. All of y'all put in a thousand dollars. Now this is a thousand dollars, y'all. But each of y'all is five of y'all. So you get it's you five friends. All y'all put in $1,000. So that's $5,000. Each one of y'all look at five different stocks. So that means one man looks at one stock at one time. So now y'all studying that stock. You know if this stock going to go up, down. You know all the news about it. You know the ins and outs about this one thing. So now y'all got $5,000 to put wherever it's going to be. So now you can say, hey, on this week, this stock going to go up. They just released earnings. They just did this. Or this, you know, Roku just got HBO Max. And for the next year, they're going to have all the movie theater releases. And Fire TV. Roku so, up like a motherfucker. Put your five racks in Roku. Guess what? After Roku hit this certain number that you've already established because you've been studying it, you take the money out. It ain't five racks no more. Now you might got seven, eight, nine racks. You know what I'm saying? That's a 20, 30, 50% increase. You dig? And now you take it out, and now y'all go back. All y'all still studying y'all five stocks. Oh, this one's going to go up 10% this month. This one's going to go up 40%. You know what I'm saying? You can do it like that instead of just doing a susu. But that 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 involves a little bit of work, and I know a lot of times. Well, the, the, the thing that we got to address the most is, like, we got to start back trust, trusting each other. Like, 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 just off the strength of trusting each other. Because that's, that's what real. I... That's the that's really the problem. So that's why the whole idea of the susu that they've been doing works is because you you overpromise some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you promise yeah. some shit so high that emotionally a person be like, "Damn, I gotta do it." You know what you I'm saying? Right there, emotionally, because where people where you get somebody. I always think about Columbus, man. Like I live on the east side. You live over there. What's you, up, east side? Yeah, like like it's it's fucking five. It's it's more than five, but it's it's at least five fucking lottery spots within like like less than a quarter of a mile. Like they sitting right next to each other, and it's like the lottery, like that much that area off Forest Road and Floyd Road, right? Yeah. Is pooling so much of the black money in that community. Like, these niggas is really, like, bringing... They probably spending thousands of, upon thousands of dollars a day on lottery. You know what I'm saying? 
on some shit that doesn't that has been proven doesn't show returns. Cause like you with the thing whole thing about gambling is you you get the, the house always win. House always wins. House always wins. Every time. And like the little bit of rush that you get from winning nine times out of ten, you you put in way more money than you won. Like even when you win. But it's like like how do how do we channel that same energy like into having niggas invest on some shit that's one hundred percent gonna have a return? Like like most investments, like they absolutely it might not be like a hundred percent return, it might not be like a you doubling your money, but like ten percent is not finna double your money. That's the thing, motherfuckers don't realize. Like, so I say drug dealers kind of got us fucked up a little bit, yeah. whether you are a drug dealer or not, or know of some of. But like, you know the the return on drugs, but the return on drugs come with a lot of risk, and for us, that risk doesn't necessarily like. It doesn't it, overshadow the It doesn't necessarily overshadow it, and it's just kind of like part of the game for most of the part from movies and stuff like that. So it's like getting double and triple your money back is crazy on any investment. Yeah. If you get 20% back, that means if I give you a dollar and I make 20 cents, right. that's a crazy fucking return right. to even go on to hedge fund managers. I'm talking mm. about... Hedge fund managers, Damon, Jamie Diamond, if you watch Billions, that David Axelrod motherfucker, they dealing with billions and billions of dollars. I'm talking about police pension funds. I'm talking about teacher uh, retirements. I'm talking about just money, money. I'm talking about like all this, like a lot of money, like the infrastructure money of America. At best, they make a 50% return. Right. At best. I'm talking about they give you a dollar, they make 50 cents. A drug dealer, bro, if I spend... <laughs> Like what we Jesus say we know the number 175. You know, like, <laughs> bro, you spend 175, you're gonna come back with 50. That's crazy. That yeah. that that's not a real return. The only reason you get that return is because it's illegal. So to make a legal return, you gotta understand a 50% return is a max top tier. Oh, legally I made 50%. I'm good. So you, you really find, gonna be yeah. around like 10%, 10 to 20%. Right. Like that's Super realistic, yeah. so it's like based on what you're putting in. Yeah. Right. So if right. you find a hustle that can return fifty percent, bro, scale. Go ahead. What you said? You said twenty five dollars. Like twenty five dollars. You get if you get fifty dollars off of that, and you see the next person who put in a hundred, he's getting back two hundred, three hundred plus. Like damn, like damn, I should have took that twenty five at least. Be more courageous. But it comes down to who you who you willing to go into business with. That's what the susu is, right? The people well, no, the susu is a scam. It's a scam, but the point is, you're doing with like-minded individuals that you can feel like you can well, trust. Well, a real susu, yeah, like us yes. three, this triangle yes. right here. A real susu. I would feel like we all on. equally, if not more than each other, have more to lose by. We'll say twenty five dollars minimum. I lose twenty five dollars. I'm like, what the fuck? I just do that shit. But for you, me. but you, I think a part that you got to understand is a susu is not an investment. Like so, you're not gonna get more than what you put in the susu. So that's what that's. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So that's why I was like starting yeah. off by saying what I was saying. Like people got to understand, susus are not investments. They're just they're just essentially like a loan. Even it's, when you branch out, say us three start off, we both bring three a piece, and they bring three a piece. It's still gonna be just what you. It's put supposed in. to provide. That's liquidity. the scam part. That's It's supposed to provide because that doesn't so. that doesn't math doesn't work like that. <laughs> like <laughs> eventually, people are gonna stop coming, and then when as soon as people stop coming, you throw off the whole system. So that's why it's like that's why a susu is 
clear. Please listen to me clearly. A susu is not an investment. It's only like a it's a way of funding your own loan in your own community. So like if somebody need ten thousand dollars today and you got ten people, they're gonna you're gonna pay. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's gonna put a thousand in, and that person's gonna have ten thousand dollars. So it's like an actual susu is like getting an interest free loan that you just kind of get amongst your your friends. So let's say let's say um, y'all wanted to invest in hundred and twenty. Well, you wouldn't again. You wouldn't be investing. But let's say I needed two thousand dollars for um, one hundred twenty one dreams to buy some equipment, right? I'd still be paying y'all back. But I'd only be paying y'all back two thousand dollars. You get what I'm saying? Mm. So that's that's a that's an important part that people have to understand about so flower you, gifting and all of that shit. What you put in is what you get. Right. That's yeah. that's that's the only way it works because there's no there's no like there's no investment part of it. Yeah, you're right. Because in, in in investments, like you have to be buying and selling something. Like that's that's how investments work. Like you buy stocks, you sell them at a higher price. Like, but with Susu's, you're literally just I just we just took all our money and gave it to Jason. You know what I'm saying? There's no that there was no money made in that. That's right. Like, and that, that's what people have to really understand about this shit. And like, so a, a part the scam part, the scammiest part of it is right. Like, so people get. Let's say we started a susu, right? And we could do this if y'all, if y'all down for inviting that karma in your life. I'm not. I'm just saying, if majority rule. Ain't got no more PS5s on the market. If we, if we had some PS5s on the market. I would have did the susu. Many, Everybody would have. How many have you grabbed, man? I mean, we, we, what's the susu that we talking about? <laughs> this man, though, he don't. He always you be so secretive me. about you shit. You want to pick your brain for everything, right? He be <laughs> want to know everything you got. To Say, hey, but don't want to. I probably, I probably had five, man. That's it. This retail five. Oh yeah, I ain't rebuy nothing. The fuck. You don't even let me know about two. Uh, uh, this thing nah, so it, was, it was, it was, it was some Xboxes in uh some. Some Xboxes in there. Xbox. And shout out to Eric for putting me on the Xbox. You real. went there and got yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's up. Man. Yeah, that's yeah. What's I up. went up there. He put me on that. I told you about the Xbox at Walmart. Yeah, you did, you yeah did. I was like, hey, they got I, an Xbox I, up here. Go get it. They everywhere. Bro. That shit's so <laughs> crazy, man. Because <laughs> he was like, listen, Jason was like, man, fuck that. I'm sleeping. Man. Fuck the Xbox. I want a PS5. <laughs> 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 PS5. Is, is it a PS5? Nah, fuck it. I, I could not get about my sleep for that little Xbox chain. I'm sorry. <laughs> the crazy shit though is like, and this is a true opera. This is a true example of like like how being broke and being black has hindered us because like listen this is this is this is very specific like i would have been on the ps5 wave of flipping them shits if i actually had the money to buy the ps5 so so like at that time, like now, I could probably do that shit, <laughs> but it ain't worth as much now. But at no. the time when the shit was jumping, I just didn't even have the money to put up to buy the first one. So it was like, bro, when I went up there, I thought it was bullshit because I went to GameStop. So I went up to GameStop after they announced the price because I remember even talking. 400, to, 500. Yeah, I remember they announced the price. I was at some bullshit ass store or whatever and then i was like man they had pissed me off so then i checked and i was like oh they released the prices so then i went to gamestop and then even when i went in gamestop they was like how many do you want to reserve and i was like are you serious they i asked thought you how many i thought that i was like bro people ain't doing next gen like this i really thought i was like well 
You had to drop that C note. Yeah, no, nah, I was like, man, let me just, because I thought it was bullshitting, so I just reserved some. So I slit came up, like, oh, oh hell yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> like, yeah, and I thought they was going to hit me with, oh, you reserve more, so we're going to cancel them, because they didn't did that shit to me before. Like, oh, you were trying to be shady, and you tried to get more, so we're not going to let you get none. And I'm like, man. The f-. So I reserved some, and they came through, so I'm like, shit. Hey. <laughs> right. That's, that's like the... That's the beauty of the country we live in. Supply and that's man. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, to bring it back to the whole studio. And it was all on credit. Just right. FYI. Talking about loans. I ain't had it. It was all I, on credit. Right. Fuck it. Just to bring it back to the student loan conversation, bro. Like, he financed his PS5. <laughs> hey, hey, the one I got, I financed it. I ain't mad at it. people would admit that shit. They would have like, hey. yeah, I just, I bought them. Like, right. You know, the one I that. got, that that's, the shit worked pers- perfectly for me. I had a Best Buy credit card. So, I ain't had no Walmart credit card. I ain't have no, no, World credit card. So when I hit on Best Buy, bruh. I got this shit. That but. shit was an emotional roller coaster for me. So Walmart, I had my my card set up. Now I was buying for the right reasons. I don't know about y'all. Yeah, 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 man. I will say that. <laughs> I was I trying to. Say that. I, you know what? I love you, but you my brother, and I was, I was really like trying I'm, to make sure this boy because that was his number one PS Five. I mean, let's get it. I had a whole month and a half. I tried for four weeks straight. Every time I had websites to tell me the release dates, notifications, Walmart got me to the checkout. I put in my card information, billing address, boot the boot. I had I had the card information already saved. Matter of fact, fuck, yeah. I was ready. Checked out, and that shit was a spin of the year. We in the, and that shit came back. Try again. I said, what oh, the fuck, bruh. On Best Buy, nigga, I was just, I was being resilient that day. <laughs> he told me to an hour. What about an hour you got? Bro, it was like at least an hour just of me clicking refresh. Because I had, yeah. I had got the link and, and like I got to work and everybody was like, the PS5 dropping today. Everybody was pulling it and we ain't super busy. So I just pulled that shit up on my phone and I kept, I had this one link that would just keep saying add the cart. So oh, I was like, I see what you're saying. so I just kept pressing Managed that shit and the cart, and it was like, all right, the shit fucked up. I kept pressing that shit, man. One time it got to the point where one was actually in the cart, but with Best Buy you had to find the store. Bro, that, that shit <laughs> happened to mine. Hold <laughs> on, to, tell me this story. You, you had to have, you had to find a store. So every time I clicked the store, it was like that shit sold out. I, I'm literally out there clicking this shit all day long, just switching to every different store. And Cobb had one, and that shit came through. I was like, he checked out at our store. No, <laughs> <laughs> bro, all the way from the Cuba. He didn't hit us though. <laughs> <laughs> we stayed down the street. I would have picked it up. Right down the street. This nigga right in front of the store. I would have picked it up. He gonna call a nigga that's not here right now. Shout out to Twine. Like nah, these niggas gonna get this. Listen, listen. I know you would flip it. And Jay said I was gonna feel bad. Because I know yeah. he wanted a sister, so I was like, I'm not even finna put because I would have fucked around and be like, all right. Psychological warfare. You wanna choose me? I feel bad if I held it. <laughs> I would have been like, damn, Jason, man, just go and pay just me give retail me the money, for it. Jason, meet me in the parking lot. I ran off. Nah. <laughs> I would be in your pocket. <laughs> Man, you wouldn't believe it, bro. They got me, bro. Who got it, boy? Shit, well, I, I got guilted in this the um 
the seven. I cause I only charge seven seven fifty. What? What? Yeah. what? Uh, too much. Oh my bad. No, whoa. He said he charged ten fifty and he felt guilty. That's what he said. Oh okay. I hope so. I'm about <laughs> yeah, to say. I'm about to be mad. Hell no, man. Cause I I got a no. I got a soft spot, man. Full cap over here. And I fucked around and said a price around a coworker that I, you know, I'm just like talking shit because I'm already, I'm high off the fact that this shit, I actually got the PS5. And they was like, yeah, so you still selling it for that price? And I'm like, coworker. Right. Like coworker. They, they get paid the same day he get paid. Right. Got but the same shit, it helps that she was, she, she. I yeah. did the right thing with the Xbox. This guy, when the Xbox first dropped, he threw me a retail price. And I said, man, I'd rather you get at somebody else. Because I know for a fact I was going to let the Xbox go. <laughs> yeah, he I did. I knew for yeah. a fact. I, was like, I didn't want nothing to do with the Xbox. I would have bought that shit and sold that man, shit. I I mean, I, I, they but had another one, so I had my back. position, though, and this team I'm on will work. I was, I'm, the, I'm the top nigga. Top dog. So I would have felt bad taking this person below me. And <laughs> <laughs> I would have felt bad saying, nah, you do what you want. He was, I thought he was just trying to get some brownie points with me. Oh, he, he, wow. was, he was willing. I was like, nah, man, let somebody else eat off of that. I'm not, I'm, I'm definitely going to take your money. And let it was, I'm, but I don't know. I don't know. I feel bad. Looking back, I'm going to take the shot, but I should have took that money. Nah, it was yeah. definitely the opportunity cause I had to let him go. Me being a grown man, man, you, I was you like, got to, I had because to listen, get bro. Off home, listen, was, listen, that was feeling like stolen property, man. Especially for the prices they were paying for it. Listen, bro, if you have a way to legally make drug dealer money, do <laughs> exactly. that shit. Cause that's all this shit is. <laughs> exactly. Like I do be feeling guilty. Selling the white bricks, <laughs> right? I I do be feeling guilty at times, but at the same time, it's like nigga, there's no other investment that you can make. Fucking double your money off of. Crypto. There's none of them. We're gonna that do crypto. crypto. We're gonna talk about that crypto. Bitcoin is Bitcoin is booming, bro. Wow, and we're gonna man. talk about this. You I know, don't, I don't understand. That's why I can't invest in it. But that shit is doing numbers. Damn, this nigga is not. Yeah, he, he getting that? lit today. That, that so that whole I don't understand. He was pouring liquor until he finished. Just on the playback. <laughs> so he said Bitcoin and was pouring instead. I don't understand. Blah 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 blah. That was pouring liquor. This is what okay. happened. You decided to record in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I got a, a, something going on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but Bitcoin, the cryptocurrency is right. going up. Man. So we went, we went on a lot of tangents. Me, yeah, we did. Let me bring did. it back. Let me bring it back. Let me bring it back. The holiday period, right? So. Thinking about last year, going into 2020, the new decade, we were like, shit, 2020, I got that 2020 vision. I'm about to do X, Y, and yeah, Z, blah, 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 blah. Boom. Look back at what you expected and what you actually accomplished and how far off were you from your goals and how close were you. So I'll start off, right? I, I had financial goals I wanted to achieve. I was fortunate. I had um, had physical goals I wanted to achieve. I was determined. And everything else in between just fell into place with the two of them. So outside, and I don't want to sound like I'm just being nonchalant because I know people. a lot of people lost loved ones. And I'll say this. I feel like those numbers they throw us on the news are inflated like a motherfucker about what's COVID-related deaths. I feel like those numbers are really, very, 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 very influential to try to get us to either take a vaccine or to social distance or quarantine. Right. And that's not being insensitive. That's just my belief. I feel like they, they're telling us, they're, they're saying it's, just, it's a positive reason. They want us to sit the fuck in the house for at least three months and let this nation cool down. 
But I know I, I know people that work in hospitals, whether it's nurses or doctors, that say, yeah, those numbers aren't accurate. I, I do feel like like 2020 for me, like I, I was literally in another country when the pandemic broke. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. That's just crazy. I was literally, I, I, the selfish part of myself, this is my first international trip just off a plane. Really? That's off a plane. I've been on cruises to other countries, but like off a plane, I, I had the mindset, like, yo, if I get stuck here, y'all can keep me. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but like when it broke, I was like, damn, for real, for real. And then looking back from March up until now, nine months later, the year in retrospect has been great because it allowed me so much more time, so much opportunity to really focus on what I wanted to accomplish. Not just for myself, for my for my kids, for my family. And it's more than just materialistic shit. It's the, the mental aspects, the physical aspects, the financial aspect. It's a lot of shit. I had more time that we all should have been able to utilize to really invest in yourself. And investing yourself is not just a, a dollar aspect. It's more a mental. Yeah. Are you really programming your body yourself to really focus on what you really want. If we have, if I had to look at 2020 compared to previous years, 2020 was a success for me. And that's not even no materialistic shit. Just like the mindset, I can go into 2021 today and feel like I'm finally at peace with a lot of demons. Yeah. There was a lot of anger I had. You know, Eric knows more than anybody. I had a lot of anger towards people in situations that I couldn't let go of. Like it was, it was burning, it was holding me back, and just having time to really focus the energy into myself. Like a lot of us, we always look for either materialistic shit or for other people. But you really center yourself as the sole purpose of what you want to accomplish. Like that's just amazing. Like we were forced to literally have to say, "Hey, six months minimum, you know, sit in the house, do what's best for you, and then come out a better person." And, I I agree, man. Like I I said that shit at the beginning of the year, and like I I do want to say starting off, man. Like if you lost somebody, you know, I lost people, and I can understand. And but I I I I think at the beginning of the year, spiritually, I understood that to, when you got to the end of this year, there was gonna be some people that came out. On one side, and there was gonna be some people that came out on the other side. Like there was, there was gonna be some people that like I feel like we're in a paradigm shift. Mm. Yes, and like, bro, I, I really this the <laughs> this the least I done worked at a, a corporate job like since I started working at a corporate job. Like, and I still got my job, but like, me too. I done took off. I probably done took off a combined like six months this year of not working, but bro, I have healed past some traumas that have like really dictated how my life work and how like I look at life. Like I really feel like for the longest I've been like accepting the fact that I have depression. And like I feel like I've healed past that shit. Like not not to say that I never have like a depressive episode or anything. It's just like I've really learned the tools to work past that shit. And I've had time to just sit down and reflect on like how my mind worked in those situations where I was depressed. And like to to have healed past that, like it's one of the greatest things I ever done. Like I literally I've been wanting to buy a house probably for like six years. 
But I ain't never had the courage to even apply for a loan because I was just like, my shit fucked up. Like, I ain't, you know what I'm saying? But I, I literally, I've not worked six months this year and majority of that shit was unpaid. But I had the money, like, saved up. And I realized, like, damn, I wasn't as bad as, with money as I thought I was. Like, <laughs> like I, you know what I'm saying? As these things that we internalize around our traumas, like you, when you have a moment to sit back and just actually look at shit and not continue to be distracted by like moving and going here and going there and like, you know what I'm saying? And being here, like you really get a moment to sit down and look at like where you are literally. And like, like I, nigga, I, I'm like this close to having the best credit I've ever had. Mm. Fucking, I, I fucking. Uh, started the application process for buying a home. And uh, like I said, these are things that I have in my mind and in my depressive state. Like, bro, I'm never going to get this shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And at, at in a year that I took off this much time for work and didn't get paid and didn't focus on the money, like, I really had an opportunity to grow spiritually. And I'm like, bro, like, 2020 was probably like the hardest year of my life, but it's the, the and, and and it's like you grew in ways that you weren't expecting to grow. Like absolutely, absolutely, and you got to put value on that shit. Like, cause you know, a, a lot of people. I remember in the beginning of the pandemic, they was like, everybody was like, you got to do this while we in the pandemic. You got to do all this shit, and I feel like we were all meant to like grow spiritually and like heal traumas. And us ourselves mentally through this, like and like that's something that we all need to celebrate. Yeah, most definitely. I feel. I mean, to piggyback off of what you guys were saying, I feel like the pandemic did add a lot of clarity. I mean, <clears throat> we do record on Sunday and just not to go to church too much. But anytime anyone in the history of prophetism or like religion or anything, they always had to go out into the wilderness. They always had to be alone. Yeah. And that's what COVID yep. forced people to do. Yep. It forced them mm-hmm. to sit and stew in the mess or the pleasantries that they have created in their life. So your Absolutely. wife, your husband, your kids, whatever you've been teaching your kids, you see it. <laughs> like, like, like First that virtual, yeah, that virtual learning. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. So now you see how a bad little Timmy ass is. Or... Real Yo, shit. I, yeah. Car ain't my, I'm sorry, I said his name. My son ain't bad, but his virtual learning habits did show it. Damn, I be bullshit when I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> or, or with your wife, you like, yeah, she bad as hell. I like to take out just to show her off. I, you know, what I'm saying I can, I can pay her. You know, what I'm saying I can just pay her off, toss her this, and then have my little side bitch. But with COVID. You can't really do all of that. You here in the house with this one main lady, and she's like fully main, main now, not just main with side. You give me a side touch. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, you can relate to me. This this COVID dating has been kind of fun. (laughs) (laughs) They don't have as many expectations for you to do extra shit. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I'm being transparent. I'm sorry. I fucking myself up with this, but the 2020. No, we ain't gonna have you. I'm gonna step in. I'm gonna step in. I'm gonna step in. I'm gonna step in. But even with that, like, so even going through COVID, and you know what I'm saying? So it provided a lot of clarity. So then I know it was a big thing once again with the woke community. I give them flack, but you know, I feel like I'm part of it too. So uh, with the Saturn and Jupiter, the reset, the great reset, what they talking about. 
Yeah, get you superpowers and all that good stuff. But what they really were saying was it's a reset that Saturn and Jupiter. Saturn represents, uh, I guess, karma. And, you know, what goes around comes around. What everybody un quintessentially understands is karma. And Jupiter uh, represents, like, wealth. So whatever you think is what, what happens. Or Bruh, this shit is so crazy. Yeah. Like, this, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, <clears throat> so what they're saying is it's a great reset. And uh, that in 2021, that you know whatever well, life to me life is a game of willpower power so whoever thinks the hardest and works toward what they want un un undyingly unbridledly then you will soon attain what you want life has always been a game of willpower so if you folk what you focus on is what you get you know Man. what i'm saying so with that being said they say 21 21 is supposed to be whatever but i think the way i'm looking at it is 2020 was that in jupiter and saturn just kind of showed you yeah, what yeah. was happening. So whatever you was focusing on before 2020 is kind of what happened. Like if you was trying to be, if you was focusing on a whole bunch of shallow shit and it really wasn't necessarily anything of substance, it went away. It melted away in front of your eyes. And you really, it's like, you know, yeah. you was just going, working plays, swinging yeah. from wide riding ways, working plays and all this stuff. But all the plays kind of dried up because now, yeah. Everybody got to sit on their ass. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, people still outside and whatnot. Ain't no shade to anybody. And I ain't trying to, like, throw subs or anything. But, like, so if you riding waves, then you ain't really, you know what I'm saying? You ain't really got no foundation in creating anything for yourself. Bruh. You just kind of, what, like what it says, you riding waves, riding on whatever somebody else got going on, coattailing and whatnot. But in 2020 like if you created something or was doing something that was of you and for you and for your people and like-minded people it feels so much greater man you know what i'm saying it, that shit's so crazy because i you know like i know you know the jupiter was karma and finance you know like saturn's karma jupiter's pretty much just like abundance bruh like nigga I was thinking when I got out of the car, I was like, bro, I got a lot of money in my bank account right now, bro. This old chicken off. Shit, <laughs> I was like, damn, I got, and, and I'm holding on to it. Like, right. normally that shit escapes me because I'm just like, I just, but also, I also been like, bro, I've been having dreams around karma and like, just, I've been in thought around karma, like, like, like shit that I did that I felt like I was paying for karmically. Like I'm just like free from that shit. Like I really like the healing that I spoke of like right before fucking December 21st. Like I was already feeling the freedom of like the trauma and like the healing. And it's like, bro, like so many people that has been their experience in this year. Like, yes, it's been fucking hard, but like nigga, we, that's why I'm like, <laughs> Not to bring it back to the student loan shit. I mean, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, 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 why not? <laughs> but to bring it back to the student loan shit is like, bro, like, why not add that extra sprinkle on top of like where sprinkle we, me, baby, right, where we've gotten to? Because nigga, I, we already on this fucking. We already on this paradigm shift, nigga. Like, I'm finna do some shit that I. I never thought I could do and I know I'm finna do it because I know I I believe in me like I healed past some shit so I'm like any help I can get the motherfuckers wanna, you know I, I get where you coming from no, I'm just I saying feel you, I feel you I'm I, and, I, and I'm I, I feel you and 
I, I absolutely feel you. And I, now that I'm thinking back on it once again with COVID, I'm not, I know early on with COVID, people was like, oh, you know, white people, black people, black people know how to live without and all this good stuff. I really feel like COVID has affected the white community, like <laughs> on a way larger scale than it has the black community. <laughs> Although black people are dying and that shit, I got some loved ones and all that shit that's passed and all that good shit. And I'm not saying that. However, I'm. it's just like, for white people to not have the authority to say and do whatever they want. Like, as far as even looking at Trump, it's like, oh, I'm still the president until proven otherwise. Like, COVID really don't give a fuck. Like, COVID is like, okay, you're not going to wear your mask, but then some motherfuckers is dying. Like, yeah, point blank white period. White people, they trip with this mask shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is, my, this is one of my final white people criticisms for 2020. Cracker-ass crackers. Cracker-ass crackers for 2020. Wear the fucking mask and shut the fuck up. They be right. feeling so entitled. Just see the video. It's like Saks Fifth Avenue. Oh, no, no, no. It was a white guy and his girl, and the employee was black. He's like, hey, man. He came, the black guy came very humble, very respectable. Hey, you, you flip your mask up, make sure you cover your mouth and your nose. So, And the white girl's like, for what? <laughs> what the fuck you mean for, for what? Well, I won't die, motherfucker. Exactly. <laughs> see, that's... Uh, okay. I hate to be the walk nigga like nah, go and ahead. I'm not a, in agreement I'm just like they they've not been oppressed in this country so they don't like they look at shit and like that to totally different than yeah. than we right. do so they like <laughs> where where they have an innate freedom where they like I know I'm free like I know I can do what the fuck mm -hmm. I want to do when a, any motherfucker it, it don't matter you could this is like a don't put your hand in the stove type of situation. Like a lot, <laughs> right, right. Like a lot of us, we have so much trauma that's passed down in our DNA that we know we not supposed to do certain shit because we'll die from it. Them motherfuckers is like, I'm just used to doing what the fuck I want to do. Right. And anything that you tell me against what I want to do is like, it's it, you're you're oppressing me. It's not freedom, and I'm I'm like I'm gung ho about that shit, and it's like. I feel like as black people, like we gotta find a way to like, like get some of that shit in our system. Not yeah, to the point I, I where, what you're saying. not I to the point where we gonna too. die. I, think that shit too. I see what you're saying because it's damn near like Trump. Trump really just does not give a fuck, and it's like this entitled, just whatever the fuck. Like, bro, it's just entitlement. Like, I just do what I want to do, and then it's nothing wrong until you tell me it's wrong. Then you have to prove that it's wrong. And if I can argue with you and get out of proving you proving that is wrong, then it's not wrong. So I'm okay. Yeah. Like what? No motherfucker is wrong. You know <laughs> right. it's wrong. Hey. The sign says wrong. What? How do you not think this he, is wrong? He did a great job of trying to get a last second like black person like yeah, you, Trump. You're right. Vote. So many people on fucking Yo, Facebook was hey, like, shout out to Trayvon Green. We go back to Shaw. This was fifteen years ago. He told me that Trayvon like, hey, hold on. <laughs> I see that post. <laughs> he said, y'all can keep recounting as long as I get this two thousand approved. I was like, I'll win this shit. I was like, everybody recounting votes for you know Trey. That's my nigga, man. That's I who know, I stayed man. with when I was out in Texas. Really, yeah, Trey yeah. Cool what I shout out to Trey. Yeah, we had class together and everything. Yeah. What I will say about Trump is Trump is trying to. He's thinking long term about the right. history, and he just wants to go down as a bipartisan pre president. However, we know this motherfucker was nowhere near bipartisan. Right. 
So I feel like that's what he's doing with it. I feel okay. We gotta wrap this shit up soon. Oh, okay. Wrap it up, B. But I, I think, I think. Okay, listen. <laughs> I think this is my theory. This because you know them niggas like they want to prosecute him after he leave the office, right? Yeah, he gonna be somewhere with Russell Simmons. Shut up. The, look, that's why I said this <laughs> nigga is Russell probably going. R. Kelly, which one? Nah, Russell. Fuck R. Kelly. I ain't talking about the charges. But nah, Russell. Russell, good. I don't know. They like they just he just didn't get caught up in the bullshit. I feel like this nigga's gonna get on Air Force One and he's gonna change flight plans in the middle of the flight. And he's, Russia. he gonna go to some other country and like, cause like you gotta think, bro. He doesn't. There's a lot of fucking criminal cases that they got against Trump. Hey, like he, he can he pardon himself? Did he pardon two Russian people? I, you had to be con- fifteen questionable people the other day when he made that two thousand. But you got to be convicted first, bro. He yeah. ain't been convicted. I know we wrapping up, but if Trump pardoned Big Meech, how, <laughs> how, how, how? What are the ramifications? You think niggas is gonna fuck with him across the whole land? Niggas, as you talk black people. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad. So I'm glad it's we crazy understand that niggas is different because it could be white niggas or black niggas. Like, right. you know? <laughs> but if he pardoned big, big meat, bruh, oh. if he pardoned BMF, <laughs> if Trump pardoned BMF, I don't know. You know what, what you gonna do? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what you gonna do? I don't know. I might be. I might. I might be like, hey, he ain't that bad. That's some real shit. Yeah. I mean, hey, he came in like John Gotti. If you all you did was pardon another drug dealer, like what you mean, like, bro? I it's, it's so funny, man. Like that's why again, that's why I'm like, bro, we could do fucking anything. It's niggas that come out of prison that been in there for years and fucking make it. They be successful in America. We got it. He got to get. He got to get Meech, and then uh, what's the dude from Chicago? Um, damn, what's I don't know all drug lords like you know. Oh, uh, you know I watch America. I watch BT. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's the uh? I watch the American Gangster. Oh uh, damn! You talking about, you talking about Denzel Washington character? Nah, not nah. Frank Lucas. Uh, the nigga, not. he uh, fuck. I cannot remember this nigga name. So in, no, in even, another life, you was a drug lord. Nah, you know, nah, just on video. That's why this nigga love Gucci Man, bro. This exactly nigga love. He loves Thank the lore. He loves the lore of niggas doing street shit, bro. Nah, he be living no, through that history. You want people doing legal shit to win? No, <laughs> I, just, I just love the counterculture. And criminality of oh, yeah. America. Yeah, that's what I. Like. I think. So I think we talking about the Godfather. I get, I get we that. need to talk about Big Meech. If we talking about Larry but the, Hoover, but if see we the, talking about if we talking about John Gotti, we need to talk about Larry Hoover. But to see the thing about it is, and this is also a taught thing to us, is like black people hold black people accountable, right? So like, <laughs> like that goes back to the entitlement shit. Like, well, yeah. he didn't. He only killed a thousand people. I mean, right. but he made ten million. Billion right. dollars, he's right. he's good for it, and that's why that's why we will eventually like, eventually, honestly, we will be the dominant race. Not because we got negative intent, but it's just like we don't we 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 do things in our nature that will allow us to outlive and outlast other races. Like we we exist through certain struggles that build survivor instinct in us, just like the whole mass situation. Probably people who got sick and died from that shit just from being against masks. And we have it built into us like, all right, 
Nigga, I can fucking just wear this mask. Right, what's the opportunity sick? cost of this? <laughs> I could I could not wear this mask and possibly die. Right, or I could wear like, a mask. Uh, I fuck it. Right. I, so the mask ain't gonna hurt that much. So I feel like yes, yes. I ain't gonna pay for no mask though. Like you know how them stores be having you pay for it? Like, fuck you, nigga. This shit free. It's a public health emergency. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, there's like yes, we have to cast aside people who who follow a standard that was made common by America, but we also have to hold ourselves to a certain standard of who we are as people. Yes, I definitely. will say this. Final thoughts. One last topic. And forgive me. If you're listening, it's worth it. I want you to compare what your 2020 goals was to your 2021 goals. We're at that point where you got to look at what you thought you was walking into. And now that you've experienced what the reality is, what do you think you're walking into? Right, I say that. What's your expectations for twenty twenty one? Do you have any? I don't expectations? have any, man. Like I, I literally, I go first. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> but like in twenty twenty one, I don't remember. I remember. I mean, twenty twenty. I remember. Like, I'm not gonna set no goals. Like, but I do. I do have like 121 dreams and stuff like that, and I have my business that I'm really like working towards and stuff like that. But I don't have, I didn't have no no extreme goals set around it. But I do know I'm extremely optimistic about 2021. Like I'm I'm extremely optimistic to see like how all of this shit grows to the next level because everything I did in 2020 was a level up, like in some way, shape, or form. Like, even if I didn't intend it in that specific arena, I leveled up in that arena. Most definitely, most definitely. I mean, for me, when I'm thinking about expectations for 2021, I mean, I feel like it will be not necessarily more of the same. I don't think it's going to get worse. I think it's going to be very great for certain people and then for others it will be it, yeah because it's it, it, the same like same old bullshit like yeah. you know death and that's a that's a sad like that. thing so, about like life i'm sorry for interrupting i feel like it's socially it's like social slipstreams that people have gotten into in 2021 like before 2020 it was social slips streams that you can get into like with the celebrity bullshit and blah, blah, blah. And then you could just, you know, go up and pop off and do whatever the fuck you wanted to. But 2020 has kind of changed the frequency, the dial just a little bit. So now people trying to find it. Some people have found it and then some people still searching, but it's still new ways for you to like kind of cap off of, the things because the frequency dial has changed. So the yeah. dial is changing and we don't know if it stopped. It's thing, it feels like it's moving, but that might be because I have, I haven't actually found a slipstream. You feel me? Does yeah. that make, I don't know. I went super. Esoteric. I'm pretty sure that <laughs> I'm pretty sure that went over a lot of people's head, but I understand what you're saying. I'll say this, you know, I was in a big church scene for a minute and you know, one of the biggest verses you can get was for the love of money is the root of all evil. So, Looking back at 2020, like going into the new year, there was a lot of capitalism, materialistic goals that I wanted to achieve. And this year having X, Y, Z amount of time to just sit on your ass and really focus on thyself, 
whether it's yourself, myself, whoever. So I'll say 2021, compared to contrast, and I'll say that I have no material, materialistic wants. Everybody wants to buy a house, right? And that shit, if it happens, it happens. I'm not in the house yet. I'm only 34, so I'm still within my 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 expect my goal of life of buying a house. But it did teach me, like, hey, yo, so much more your goal should focus on yourself and prospering. So I looking at going into 2020, materialistic, going into 2021, selfishness. You really mm. have to want. And selfish, when people say selfish, they always look at it as a, a, a negative context. When I say it's more like, hey, I want more for myself. Myself doesn't just include me. It just includes my, my children, my family. Like, hey, I want more for what we're going to experience, what we're going to experience, endure, live through, overcome. I want it. So for 2021, man, I don't know what the unknown is. I don't know how long this pandemic is going to run yeah. at all. We we know none of us have, have a clue. Like, think about vacationer. Like, me as a vacationer, I like to take cruises, man. <laughs> yeah, I, so even I talking about one. talking about I, vacations I you, and all that stuff. It, so Twitter at best is oh my god, mind blowing, and then a lot of times it's just like a lot of bullshit. I always try to find the mind blowing epiphanies and shit like that. That's why I like the podcast. That's why I like the thoughts and having conversations with people. But I seen a tweet and it said after the nineteen eighteen flu or swine flu or whatever oh, flu it was that. The roaring 20s was crazy. So my thing is, one of my goals is to make it through the pan, the coronavirus, like 2019, 2020, and 2021. Because they're talking about it's evolving and all that stuff. Because, like, once this shit's over with, oh, the world is going to be motherfucking lit. I'm talking about great Gatsby parties yeah. and all this type shit. Like, think about the roaring, roaring 20s. Like when I seen that tweet, I was just like, I, you know how you have like a, your your shit flash between your eyes. Yeah, I was like, shit, niggas is gonna be lit, lit. Oh my god, I can't wait. So my thing is, I just want to make it to the end of it for us because we we grew up in the Y two K period and we were experiencing the, the pandemic. Yeah, in line twenty twenty one. If it if it does get out of the the pandemic, it's about to be legendary, Bruh. Speaking for myself, fuck. The, the rest of the world. <laughs> it's coming back. I'm going bro. ham. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, bro. I'm positioned to enjoy 2021 if there is a life outside of your household. It's, bro, outside of Georgia. About, well, forget the household. Georgia bro, is the old, most opening state. I'm talking about Ja Rule and 50 Cent <laughs> doing like a versus concert together. Oh my God. On, like doing duets. Together, oh my god! Like I'm talking about after, after doing, the coronavirus, they got no songs together. <laughs> doing doing duets, bro. I'm talking about they're doing each other's songs together. Bro, I'm like. talking about crazy shit. Just after the after Corona, oh my god, that's a whole other man. We that's a whole other topic. We just need to talk about after Corona because shit. Ooh, we all right. So that does, <laughs> that does bring us to our final thoughts. I'm gonna let y'all go first because my final thoughts gonna bring it home. Oh uh, man, I ain't really. Do I have final thoughts? Uh, I said the Saturn and Jupiter thing. I did get that off. I will say, man, like at all times, focus on yourself. I feel like the movie Soul, shout out my homeboy B. Lee, and congratulations. If you know, you know. Um, Shout out. Yeah. uh, The movie Soul, he he recommended we watch it. Uh, I end up watching it. I do feel like a lot of people talking about this is an adult movie. Yeah, it is for adults. But I 
it's some stuff I didn't like about it, but overall I did like it. Yeah. And um, I think I think it's dope. And I'm I think it's like one of the perfect times, whether you like it or not. I feel like that movie coming out in 2020, even with what we talked about on the podcast, is probably like the best timing ever for that uh, movie. That's like, what I felt. Like, like the timing for that movie was impeccable, bro. Like you just gotta you gotta Paradigm watch it. Paradigm shift, bro. Yeah, yeah. You gotta watch it. It's a good movie. You know, I you. Nobody should agree a hundred percent with anything, and that's what I'm saying. I didn't agree a hundred percent with it, but I didn't disagree a hundred percent or even fifty percent with it. But yeah, White Soul. That's my final thought. Um, I agree. Um, I did watching that shit. I did feel like it was perfect timing, like because yeah. it captain is capping off a paradigm shift. It's like okay, choose. You know what I'm saying? You you might have thought for however long you've been living that this is what your life was supposed to be. I'm giving you the freedom to choose right now. And I think that's what I think that's what 2020 gave us is the freedom to choose. Absolutely. Like like cuz if you survived, you're here. If you died, unfortunately there's there it, people die. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like Unfortunately, any any time there's a paradigm shift, there has to be some type of sacrifice. And I'm not saying that the people you lost were a sacrifice. It's just they are no longer here. But if you are here, you have a choice. You you have another day to choose what the rest of your life is going to be like. And, like, live the rest of your life knowing that it's a choice it's not it's not wherever you came from it's not whatever you've been through it's not whatever your traumas is whatever hurts you is what you choose like you have the choice that's the most powerful thing that we have like there's so many examples of people like like i said coming from prison and being successful there's so many examples of people living 70 years of life and choosing a different route and then doing that and and selling at it. It's like people who are, are, are like do one thing for the majority of their life and they choose something different and they fucking amazing at it. Like you have a choice to choose like whatever you want to be and be that and believe that you can be that. That's my last thought. Yeah. Choice because this year has gave us so much isolation that you really have to reflect on what you stand for. As yes, a, as a man or a woman, what do you stand for in life? I say this as my final thought is <clears throat> we're going into 2021, uh, December 27th, 2020 is the day we're recording this. I remember this day vividly seven years ago because I lost my mother. That man, December 27th, the following day, I remember going to a Jay-Z concert, my first Jay-Z concert. And if you know me, that's my favorite artist of all time because his music is timeless. And something at the concert was dope. Uh, It was at Phillips Arena back at the State Farm Arena now, Phillips Arena now. And something didn't feel right. I woke up the next morning, the 28th, and I got a call from my aunt. All my family was in town. I said, hey, Jason, come over. And the feeling that came across me is I knew it. When I, got, when I got called in the morning, I knew what time it was. No matter what was going on in my life, I just knew, you know, you know, God, 
He has a plan for all of us, man. I'm not super spiritual. I do believe in the Bible and the word, but I practice it at my own my own wavelength. I'll say that. And some just say, yeah, you know, you got to be there. So on the 28th, by the time this podcast come out, that day has elapsed. But I felt it that when I woke up that morning, went over there and took a final breath. And I made a promise to her that I'm still fulfilling. I, I say this to everybody because 2020 was hard on a lot of people. It didn't hit me as much. And not that I wish it that it did, but I wish that the people that did impact, I can. I wish I could be there for you more. But this pandemic, this virus that we're living through, is just look at the 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 positives of what that person brought to you in life, what foundations they instilled in you, what principles they taught you, and make sure that every breath that you take is for a greater cause. Whether you have children or you don't, whether you lost a loved one or you didn't, just make sure you have an impactful imprint that's a legacy. And that's something that I, I, I did use this 2020 year to really do stuff outside of my comfort zone, outside of what I'm used to to try to do, whether it was giving back, being supportive, either financially, emotionally, spiritually, whatever it is, like more than ever. <clears throat> This was the first year, transparency, that I didn't feel like I was closing out Christmas. I, I, I was blocking out Christmas. Before this year, I was blocking out Christmas for my own personal sake. I remember my last memory of her on Christmas. I remember the final smile she gave me. The last word. I Listen, when she passed, she was holding my hand. I took a final breath holding my hand, right? So this year... This past Christmas, and I literally were at my house. I didn't do nothing this year, but the feeling that I had was the most positive feeling I've had since 2013. I've almost, up until this year, I almost started resenting Christmas. And I don't want nobody to feel that, man. You don't want nobody to feel that the emptiness, that bottomless feel that's in the bottom of your soul. That's like, damn, what could I have done more? So to bring it back, and I brought everybody down. 20, 2021. Nah, you ain't bringing nobody down, man. Right. Speaking, speaking real. 2021, I really encourage you, no matter how small, how big, do something for somebody that you genuinely care about that's going to bring a smile to them, man. You ain't got to love them as a family member or as a spouse or whatever the case, what type of love you have. Do that one thing that's going to show them, hey, no matter what, I want you to have an everlasting smile, uh, experience of happiness and joy. That's eternity. There's nothing that you can wash away. Whether in this world or out of this world, remember me for who I what I did for you. It doesn't have to be materialistic, I promise. You could say you could say words to somebody that resonates, that's timeless. You can give somebody a gift that's timeless. No matter how small in value, how big in value. You don't know what it means to them that you actually put thought into what you did, whether it's for their birthday, for Valentine's Day, Father's Day, Mother's Day. Easter, Christmas, any other holidays you celebrate in between. A birthday, look out for them. Because I finally made it over that hump that I didn't think I was going to make it over, man. That's all I got. Hey, man, I'm I'm glad you made it, bro. That's – Yeah, no, nah, I'm definitely I'm – glad. Deep. I'm glad you made it. That's deep. I'm glad you can talk about it and share about it. Because one thing we don't realize is, you know, a lot of times when you're going through something, it feels like the world is on you and you're the only one going through it. But a lot of times – the things that we go through 
somebody else is going through. And yo, I mean, that's what testimonies are. It's like you sharing what you sharing your experience to help somebody else who's in the thick of it. And you might show them where that light is. You know what I'm saying? Like that light at the end of the tunnel. It it might be complete darkness, but then you say one or two words, like you were saying, and then now they they got a they got a little bit of a vision of where to walk toward. They're still stumbling around, and they might still be in it for months, years, however long. But they at least know. Well, I can walk in. They got a north star, and then that north star might turn into a hole, and then that hole is something they can crawl through and out of, and then say, you know, yell back in and say, hey, this way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what that's why a podcast like is so like the next wave and it's it's the move and clubhouse and all that stuff because you have an opportunity to speak where a lot of us didn't have a voice and like in our culture, a lot of the times we didn't get to relate to people because we we could, we like suppress so much of this shit. Yeah. Like we like we we didn't talk about the shit. Like man, hard body all day, right? Yeah. And like we have an opportunity, like to one talk about the shit so you can release it. Like so much of healing is just speaking this shit out of your body, expelling it. Right, that's real. Like verbally, like that's that's so much of the healing part of all of this. So like, I appreciate you saying that, man. I know I came in and you was listening to Mama, and I was like, I was like, okay, you know what I'm saying? I I could I could you, understand, you didn't know it. yeah, but I could understand because I was like, I know, I I know, you know what I'm saying? But we man, I think we had a place that human beings like that's so so dope. Again, we in this paradigm shift that a lot of people are sharing the parts of themselves that they've been suppressing so long. Yeah. And like when you start sharing that shit, like the healing comes, man. It's just it's just like it's just I don't know why it works like that, but it does. So again, man, I appreciate that. I think we should make a whole audio clip of that. If you cool with that, if not, we'll just leave. It. Yeah, because you know that was a that was a very important thing, and a lot of times people don't make it all the way to the end of the podcast. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, so yeah, that's my two cents. I already gave my final thought, but I came back around. It was a dope. This is a dope way to yeah, end the yeah, year, man. Yeah, this like, is a great way to end of the year, man. And it's like, you know, it provided us with a lot of reflection. A lot yeah, of shout out to Andrew. Yeah. Shout out to Twan, man. Wish I was here. Then for some in the universe just didn't didn't align with y'all being yeah. here today. Yeah. And, and then Christmas, like we said to everybody, happy holidays, yeah. happy Kwanzaa, happy, you know, uh what, sweetest day, Valentine's, <laughs> whatever you celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right, that shit is months ago. Like <laughs> yeah. But it's been another episode of my homeboys podcast. Hey, this is my homeboy Napoleon. This is my homeboy E Money Bags, aka Eric, aka One Hundred and Twenty One Dreams, One Hundred and Twenty One mm. Dreamers on Instagram. Appreciate it. This is my homeboy Jason, aka Big Grams, aka Hard Body, aka What's the movie with the Rock and uh, <laughs> Stop it! Right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and we out. Yes, yeah. sir.